Hey guys, this is Leticia. And I'm Raina. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Talk. Talk. So we're two young adults who are just trying to figure this thing called life out. So join us on this journey as we figure it out together. All right, everyone. Well, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome to Real Talk. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Well, we are back virtually again. Um, it's sad, but <laughs> hopefully this will all be over soon and we can meet in person. Whew. But this past Friday was decision day mm-hmm. for a lot of people. So this week we're going to be talking about our college experiences and um, just different advice because we literally just left college like, <laughs> a year or two ago. So we just want to share with you guys like our experiences, what to um, look for, you know, just a lot of different questions. We're going to answer them for you guys and hopefully they um, will help a little. Yeah, exactly. So. Alrighty. So where should we start? Well, Raina, what was your, cause I know we both had different um, beginning experiences with college, right? Yeah. So did you go to a four-year university? Did you start immediately after high school? Like, what was your experience? Yeah. Um, so I went to a four-year university, and I was really set on going to a four-year university when I was a senior, just because I knew that I wanted to get out of the house, and I wanted to um, experience new things and stuff like that. So when I was looking at colleges, I was specifically looking for a four-year, and I wanted to be in the city because Leticia and I, we live in the suburbs of Virginia, and I knew that I wanted to be in D.C. or New York or somewhere where I could have a lot of different opportunities to work and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really selective with my college <laughs> with my college application process because I felt like my college had to have certain things. You know, I wanted a small class sizes, but I also wanted to be in the city and I wanted to intern. And so I wanted them to have good internship programs. And you did um, a lot of research. That's good. I'm so serious. Cause like for me and I, this is one lesson I learned though, is because I was so particular, I only applied to one school. So the college that I ended up going to, I did early decision for that college. And Mm -hmm. Once I got in, if you do early decision, you have to go to that school. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one thing I actually regretted because when I was 18 years old, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted from the college experience. So I wasn't thinking long term about what would be beneficial for me. And so I didn't really look at like scholarships and weigh my options because if I had gone to like a state school, I could have gotten a full ride or something like that. But I wasn't thinking about it because I was like, I don't want to go to UVA. Like I don't want to be out of the city and be in the middle of nowhere. Um, But if I had to like look back at my younger self, I definitely would have changed my application process a little bit more to just open up my options, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's good that you did a lot of research. Did you have, do you feel like you had like um, adults or parents or people that like had been to college and so they kind of like gave you that information or do you think it was like your school that prepared you to know to research those things? Yeah, it was mainly my school. Um, So my dad didn't graduate from college, but my mom did and she graduated from an online college, but she didn't go straight after high school. And so I have like parents who just want to support every decision that I make. (laughs) And so that's kind of hard because, you know, again, when you're 18 years old, you think that you know exactly what you want. And so I was not worried about 
like loans or scholarships or anything like that because I was thinking you know like if I take out a loan I'm gonna have a really good career and I'll just be able to pay it off but like Mm -hmm. I want to go to this really good school um and now that I'm older and I'm out of school and I'm paying back my debts (laughs) like I wish I had more people around who could talk to me about the financial consequences of college because when you're looking at colleges, a lot of people don't talk to you about finances. They talk to you about like these big ideas about you should go where you want to go. And this is the thing too. A lot of people like want to go to Harvard and Yale and George Washington University, but the starting price of those schools is like over $75,000 a year. Wow. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> you know, but when you're like this bright eyed 17, 18 year old, like you want to go where you want to go. And I wish I had more people like I wish my parents and even my school talked to me more about the financial part of it. Yeah. But hmm. Yeah, it's real. Coming out. <laughs> it is real. That's why I'm even thinking about going to grad school. I mean, I want to go, but I'm just like, what do I go? You know, where do I go? Because it's a lot of money. Yeah. And, hmm. You know, like <laughs> I don't want to just do a career that I'll love, but I won't make any money and then I'll be in debt for the rest of my life. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, and it's hard, like it's hard to make those decisions, but I feel, you know, to your question about who helped me, I feel like I wish I had more people around like people who graduated from college. Cause if I could talk to anyone, if anyone has any questions about college, like please reach out to us because when I was younger, I did not reach out to anyone. I felt like I knew everything. I felt like I had all of the answers um, that everything was going to get taken care of. And if I could go back, I would definitely have done more, re- more broader research. Like I did the narrow research for what I wanted to do, but I wish I had explored like more options and stuff, you know? But yeah. What about you? Um, so I, okay. So I, when I graduated high school, I had gotten to a few places. Like, I think I applied to like a few places in Virginia, but then I realized like, okay, you know, I don't think I'm ready to go yet. So I actually took a different route. I went to community college first. Mm-hmm. Cheaper, um, they had the guaranteed addition. So I went to Nova first and I did my two years there. Um, I did my associates and I got to work too. So I got to save money and stuff. Um, and I think for me, it was good because it kind of like, for me personally, like I needed to like grow up some more, yeah. a little bit, you know, um, like work because I had never worked before I graduated because we always had dance, so mm-hmm. I didn't really work. Um, so I think it really like I for myself needed that um, because it really showed me like real life experience, real real world stuff, mm-hmm. you know, before I was just thrown into college. Um, so for some people, I think that it's, it's good to go to college straight away. But for some people like me, I needed to like be immersed in life first, you know? Um, so I did that. I did two years at a community college and then I transferred to, um, VCU. Yes. VCU. Um, and honestly, at first, Raina, I, when I went and toured the place, I did not like it at all because Richmond is like fake city. Yeah. <laughs> and so like um it's uh it just doesn't feel like a campus you know when when you think of a college campus in your mind you think of like green fields and like being able to like walk on fields no vcu is not like that at all but it was so diverse 
like even when I went to visit, I love the diversity. And since we're from Woodbridge, I was like, you know, we're we're kind of, like especially I went to Woodbridge High School and it was very diverse, you know, like I didn't just have one set of racial friends. Like I, they were all different, you know? So I really wanted to go to a college where I wasn't like the minority, you know? Um so for me, I chose that that place just because um yeah, I don't know. It just I had a few options, but I think, you know, that the, the diversity really was what took me there. Yeah. Because like I said, I did not like it. Like I didn't like how everything was. I didn't like how the buildings were just all right next to each other. Like, I didn't like any of that. But, um, yeah. I mean, I ended up loving it. I loved VCU. Like, and we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but like, that was how, yeah, that's how I did it. So I went to community college first, and then I went to a four-year university. Um, and it was it was definitely different, but that was my that was my beginning experience. Yeah. So, what were your like expectations going into college? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I was really just looking, kind of similar to what you were saying. I was looking to grow up when I got there. So my expectations were to have a lot of sense of freedom and um, sense of being able to do what I want, you know, when I want, because Mm -hmm. I grew up in a pretty strict household. Like I knew so many people who started going to parties and stuff when they were 15, 16 years old. And the first time I ever went to a party and it was a baby party, it was like after prom. And that was a beg to, you know, just stay a little bit after prom. And I still had to be home by I want to say maybe 12 or something like that. So I was looking forward to um, making my own decisions, meeting new people, figuring out who I was. And I know a lot of people say that about college. Like they're like, oh, you know, I'm looking forward to figuring out who I really am. But it's true. I really looked forward to figuring out who I was going to be in this completely new environment. Because when I was in Woodbridge, you know, I was a dancer. I was president of high school. So there was just roles that I fit into and I had been in those roles for the majority of my life. And so now you're going to this completely new environment where nobody knows you. And so who are you going to be when you get there? Um, So that was what I was really looking forward to. I was looking forward to the little things too, like having a roommate and going and getting campus food. I don't know why I was discussing, but I was still looking forward to it and just um, finding my people. And I went to American University. And one reason that I really wanted to go there is because of the fact that they're a super liberal arts school. And so I wanted to expand my horizons and learn about things that I never learned about and think differently. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to leave college um, different than when I came in. Mm. I think those were my primary expectations. Mm, Um, honestly, I don't even know. I don't even, because no one in my family went to college. Like my mom started college. Um, but I think it was just too much because she had me and she was trying to do college and everything. So she did do some college, but I don't know. I didn't, I kind of just had the idea of like what you saw on TV, Yeah. you know, because I really didn't have anyone that could tell me okay, this is how college is, you know, people would say, because I would always ask people like that went to college, like, oh, you know, what should I expect from college? And they'll be like, they would just say like, 
they're going to be the best years of your life. And I was like, I'm like, okay, like, a different answer. You know, like, like what, like literally what do I expect of the coursework of, of just everything, you know, because high school was easy. Like, you know, and, and so I'm just like, okay, what do I expect from college? Like, is it really going to be as hard as everyone says? Like just all these different things. Um, so I honestly think that I went into college with just kind of like a hope and a, a, a backpack. <laughs> I really did not have any um, other expectations. Um, and, you know, like I said, like I didn't have anyone in my family that went to college. So I'm just like, you know, hopefully, hopefully things work out. You know, <laughs> hopefully I don't hate it. <laughs> but, um, yeah that's that's all yeah i really didn't have any any expectations because i didn't know what to expect yeah <sighs> it's always hard because you're going to a completely new place like you literally don't know exactly exactly so like when you got to college right so you're a freshman at a university mm-hmm. let's say it's the end of your freshman year so i want you to look back end of your freshman year how did your expectations like live up to reality and be as detailed as possible (laughs) so you said you came in with these expectations right now you're at the end of your freshman year how do you feel (laughs) okay college is hard y'all like (laughs) i ain't even gonna sit here and lie um the, and so on the last day of my freshman year, I feel like I grew a lot. I know people say that, but it was hard. Like, I, I knew it was going to be hard, yeah. but I didn't know emotionally how hard it was going to be. Because when you hear about college, you just hear about the coursework. You know, like, you're in high school and your teachers are saying, you know, you better turn in your work because college, they don't play that or whatever it is that they say. But they mm-hmm. talk mainly about coursework. And my coursework was hard, too, but I feel like figuring out life in this completely new environment was even harder for me and your whole freshman year you're just I know it's so cliche but you're really just trying to figure out who you are like because you have all of these different choices that you can make and there's this joke about how there's welcome week and so basically welcome week is when you first get to campus and they usually assign you in different groups and stuff and from your welcome week you make a group of friends Mm -hmm. and you make this group of friends everybody in welcome week nobody can lie thinks that these group of friends are going to be like their friends forever um because you get so excited you know you're in this new environment and you think that you found your people really quickly and it's funny because literally welcome week friends aren't your friends by september 30th and that's that's how freshman year works and so that's crazy because you know, we talk about this a lot in our podcast about knowing who you are, but really, if you don't go into college, at least with some sort of foundation of who you are, it's yeah. very easy to be pulled in different directions because you get to choose who you want to be. Like, if you were the popular girl in high school, you're not going to be the popular girl in college. So you need to figure out what it is. If you were the nerdy girl in high school, you're no longer that in college. And so you can get swayed and pulled all of these different ways. and. I think I didn't know that as much as I should have going in. And that made my freshman year really, really hard because by the end of it, I was still confused. You know, I had a really good group of friends and stuff, but I was still lost as to like, 
all right, what's sophomore year going to look like now? Like, who am I and who am I going to be sophomore year? What's that going to look like? Um, so I think my expectations on how hard it was going to be emotionally definitely were different. I thought it was going to be a lot easier. I thought the process of finding yourself was going to be like this little wholesome bohemian type of feeling, <laughs> but it's not. Like, it's hard. It's not cute. It's not a cute process. To- it is not at all. <laughs> So your expectations were just completely flipped, like yeah. one eighty. Yeah, one hundred eighty. My friends like were always sad. They went through really hard things freshman year. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of good too. Like it's not all bad. It's amazing, but it's just you don't you don't think about that going in. You know, you have to prepare yourself mentally to say these are going to be the best four years of my life, but these are also going to be a very pivotal time because. Yeah. 18 year old Reina is completely different than 23 year old Reina and I'm grateful for that but a lot of like hurt and growth went into that but you know it turns out best at the end but yeah Mm. wow what about you how is your expectations different um okay well I I guess I'll say like community college and VCU because they were two completely things so going into community college it kind of just felt like another high school. Mm -hmm. So at the end of freshman year, I don't know, I guess it, it was, it really truly did feel like high school in a sense without Mm -hmm. the drama because you would just go in, go to class, leave and go to work. Mm -hmm. So it it really kind of, I feel like, you know, I I went into Nova thinking it was going to be super hard and it was going to be like, you know, just even like, compared to high school, it was going to be hard and uh, all this work and stuff, but it really wasn't at all. <laughs> so I don't know, I kind of, um, but I was grateful too, because I was always trying to work and um, doing that stuff. So, you know, if you go to a community college, it's really not hard and take as many classes as you can per semester. Like if you could, you can really finish two years in a year. Mm-hmm. You know, like I hadn't, you know, I didn't have any college experience or advice. So I took what my advisors advised me for the first semester and it was it wasted my time because I could have taken a lot more classes but you know they're always like start small and then you know see how it is but I could have done a lot more so definitely like know how your work ethic is and know you know okay um I want to get out in a certain time because you can you really can finish an associates in a year and a half you know um so that was for community college for university. Um, I was really excited. So like I, after I was leaving Nova, I was definitely scared because like I had never lived away from my parents and all that stuff. So I was definitely nervous, but I was excited because I'm like, I finally, like you said, get some freedom. Yeah. Get some play, like, um, so I was really excited, and I think that at the by the end of my first semester, so let me think, what year was that? Um, so 2017, that was the end of my first semester, uh, our first year at VCU. Honestly, I think it exceeded my expectations, but in that year, no, seriously, because as, like you said, I found myself within that year, <laughs> but it was hard too, and if you go back in some of our podcasts, um, for you guys who are listening, you'll kind of hear the things we dealt with in college, but we'll go into it a little more today. But my first 
year at VCU, I really lost myself that first semester. And then like the second semester, I was like reborn. (laughs) Like I'm telling you, I literally went into like a whole new cycle of life. Like it was crazy because I, the way I started, I, I started and I'm, I started VCU swearing that I was going to be this Christian girl that was going to tell people the gospel and just preach. And bro, I was so wrong. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm just, ooh, but thankfully there's grace. (laughs) But no, it literally, it literally like just showed me how I thought I was something and then the end of the semester, I was like, huh, you're a whole different person. <laughs> you know, it really, it happened so fast. Like, oh my gosh, it's, I'm telling y'all, it was just crazy. But you really do find yourself in college because you're away from everyone that you've been attached to your whole life. Yeah. So like you said, you have to make that choice of like, okay, I'm away. I get to go to parties. I get to smoke. I can drink. I can have sex. I can do everything I want to do, but am I going to do it? Yeah. And a lot of times you do that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, because we want to think that we're not, that we're strong enough and we're not going to fall into peer pressure and all that stuff, but you fall into peer pressure. (laughs) It's a part of life. And, um, so yeah, that first year, like I'm telling you, like it was, and I was a junior at that time, so I wasn't coming in as a freshman. Mm-hmm. But like it definitely like my life went from like one side to like the other by the end of the year. Like I was two different people. It was crazy. And yeah. thankfully I ended in a place that I liked. Mm-hmm. But like it that middle section really showed me that like, wow, I really thought I was something mm-hmm. and now I'm something completely different. And like I don't know, it was just it was crazy, but it definitely was a wake up call. Yeah. Who are you, Leticia? Like, who is Leticia? Yeah. Mm. And like I said, there's great, like you said, there's great, you know, there is great experiences and great memories that I'll always remember. And college truly was the best years of my life. Like, I, I, there's no other experience like college, you know, but there's also no other heartaches like college either. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to go into more detail. Yeah. A little bit about our experiences because I think we're kind of we're speaking broad right now, but I want to start narrowing it down a little. Um so ooh, okay, what you were at a university for 4 years, you know? So what what were your like biggest experiences there that you look back and you're just like like your your greatest good experiences and your greatest bad experiences? Interesting. And you can do one first if you want, and then we can do the other one. Okay. Um, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I can go first. Yeah, I can it's- go first. Let me think about this. Okay. So my greatest. Um, let's start with bad because, and then we'll end on a happy note, my greatest bad experiences. And I don't say this in the sense of regret because I think I had to go through this stuff. Like some things you just have to do. Right. And I'm, I believe that sometimes like I'm a person that has to experience something before I say no to it, which is not always great. Cause some, you know, some people can learn by just like 
listening to other people's advice, but I have to like experience it and know that I don't want it for myself. And I think for me, um, <clears throat> I'll talk more about like my university experience because community college, nothing really happened there. But um, my greatest bad experiences um, or lessons we'll say is, uh, you know, my first semester at VCU, I really, really questioned who I was. And I fell into like drinking and partying and like, you know, like you said earlier, we grew up in very like strict households. So like, I didn't go to my first party until I was in college, you know, well at community college I went, but like, you know, it was a very strict upbringing. So I couldn't do any of that stuff. So I didn't even have the choice to make on whether I wanted to do that stuff or not. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, they, they say all the time when you lock kids up and they go free, they just go crazy, (laughs) you know? And so, um, you know, I went, I went into partying and, and drinking and I smoked a little, but I didn't really like it. Never really liked that. But, um, you know, and then, dating a girl you know and and we've talked about that on our other podcast a little bit but you know i fell into a real identity crisis where i really believed i was a lesbian for a long for a, a good few weeks or months like i really believed that um so you definitely go through a lot of identity crises in college so just to the people listening for you know new people going into college um realize that you are going to say yes to things that you never thought you would say yes to and don't beat yourself up but but find your way back eventually because that's the thing i i truly believe that you have to sometimes go through stuff you have to try things and i'm grateful that i tried all all that because now i know that it's not for me you know um and it's just from and, and, and I get to say it's from personal experience because I tried those things, you know? So like, don't beat yourself up when you do things that you never thought you would do or that you told yourself you would never do. Because like I said, I told myself I was going to go into college and, and be this Christian girl. And I ended up realizing I didn't even know Christ mm-hmm. at all, <laughs> you know? And so um, I would say that was probably one of my biggest things from college was just I losing my identity, yeah. like the identity I thought I had for so long, um, that really was fake, you know? Um, and then I also went through this heavy depression, like everything kind of happened at once, which is kind of annoying, but, um, I went through this heavy depression because I got in a car accident, like a really bad car accident at VCU too. And I could not do anything for weeks. I had to like quit my job. I couldn't go to classes. Like it was really bad. And I got into this really heavy depression within college. And a lot of students suffer with depression, not even from car accidents or anything like that, just in general, you know? So I really had to, um, that was another identity. Like I'm telling you, college for me, I was just like constantly finding my identity yeah. because it's like, you feel like you have it and then it's like something happens and then it's like, wait, who am I again? <laughs> and it's like a constant, like you have to constantly remind yourself 
who God says you are. Because if not, I'm telling you, in college, you experienced like 20 different identities. (laughs) (laughs) So those are probably my my, um, greatest, worst experiences. But my greatest good experiences are are the roommates I had. Yeah. Like we were like a family. You know, we would have dinners together and I would like, I was like the mom of the house. I would like cook up desserts all the time and like make sure the house is always clean because I'm a neat freak. Um, (laughs) And that was hard too. When I first moved in with my roommates, I was such a neat freak that I had to like, I wanted to move out. Like I wanted to leave because I was like, I can't live with these people. Um, but I had to, my mom had to give me some advice and she was like, you're staying there. So you better figure it out, you know? So, um, you also learn compromise in college mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily bad compromise, but you learn how to live with people. You learn how to love people. Um, and yeah, I would definitely say my roommates were one of my greatest cause I lived with two guys and a girl and we all had our own bedrooms and bathrooms, but like, they were like, one of them specifically was my best friend. And, you know, it's just like, we're still friends now, you know? Um, and it's just like that bond that you just, you can't break. Like we did some stupid stuff together. <laughs> but um, it's definitely the, a bond that you cannot break. So I would say that just having those people that were strangers become family. Yeah. You know, we used to sleep sometimes in the same bed and just fall asleep watching like Harry Potter. Because <laughs> they forced me to watch Harry Potter. <laughs> but um you know it it is just those experiences that you know you just you'll never forget yeah you know just being able to go out your house and do what you want whenever um another bad experience was also I was a I was at a gas station and there were the people were shooting across the street at each other (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I am so, okay. I was like money. Like I was so serious about money that I finished pumping my gas (laughs) while they were shooting. I just got in the car. (laughs) Listen, I was like, I paid for that gas inside. I'm going to finish getting my tank. Stupid. If they're, if they're shooting, just leave. But you know, I, Okay. Yeah, that was another bad experience. I also lived in Richmond, so there was a lot of shootings like every night. Um, so I'm kind of used to hearing gunshots now. But um, so yeah, so those are my great experiences and those are my bad experiences. But I'm telling y'all, like, even though it was bad, it was amazing at the same time. It's like that mix of emotion. It's just, it, it truly is the best time of your life. So it is. It's so cliche, but it's so true. It is. Cause you're never going to just have people that you have to be friends with. And then you guys, you know, like even when we live on our own and stuff like that, like you don't just easily make friends with your neighbors and people like that and just say, let's go hang out. You know what I'm saying? Like it was definitely different, but what was your experience? Did you have some time to think? <laughs> yeah, I had some time to think. It's still such a hard question. Um, I think for my bad, I'll start with my bad experience too. But I mean, I feel like the common theme here is just college and finding yourself because literally I feel like the worst experiences that I had was when I just didn't know who I was anymore because that is a hard feeling to have. Like literally when your actions don't match who you thought you were and then you're trying to figure out, you know, what, 
what does that mean? And mm-hmm. like Let said, I think the best advice is to really just like not be yourself up about it because I loved what you said, Let, because it's easy to do, you know, because especially if you've been so secure in your identity for so long and you've always said, you know, I would never do that. You will do it. Watch those words. <laughs> um, so I think, so this one time, if we're getting into specifics, um, the one time I really didn't recognize myself was when I was just acting crazy. And so when I was a sophomore, the end of my sophomore year, me and my boyfriend broke up. I was also dating a girl, or not dating, but talking to. But then while we were talking, this is so shady, and I can't believe I'm saying on this podcast, but while we were talking, her ex-girlfriend was also talking to me at the same time. And, oh, so, oh my gosh. <laughs> and her ex-girlfriend would talk about, okay, wait, so this is getting a little complicated. Let me start. <laughs> <laughs> because still to this day I can't believe I even acted like this but basically there's this one girl and she cheated on her girlfriend right Mm -hmm. she cheated on her girlfriend with me so they broke up her girlfriend didn't know I was the girl until she became friends with me (laughs) and so I didn't really know what to do oh my gosh I didn't really know what to do because I was like, oh, you know, she's just trying to be my friend. I didn't ask for any of this. Like, I don't know if I should tell her. But then we started getting close. And so she would vent to me about her ex-girlfriend and how she cheated and blah, blah, blah. And I would have to say like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, she's terrible. Meanwhile, I was still talking to the girl. (laughs) Raina. He was a player. Oh my gosh. I didn't know because I thought she was just trying to be my friend. But yeah. then she started insinuating all of this stuff. So then she started liking me too. Wow. <laughs> it was just a hot mess. But the reason is, is when I was going through this, this is obviously wrong. This is terrible. This is like betrayal on yeah. at least three <laughs> levels. And at the time, I'm not talking to like me and my boyfriend broke up. So we're not talking. that's my best friend so I hurt him I'm out here over here backstabbing this girl I barely know talking to this other girl drinking Mm -hmm. all the time going out like living my life and when I was going through it I literally did not know who I was but I didn't know what to do like I didn't know who I was but at the same time I was like you know what let me just rock with it let me just be this terrible person that I know that I shouldn't be and just keep doing it and everything hit the fan and <laughs> i'm so grateful that it did like everything hit the fan the girl who che- who cheated on her girlfriend ended up telling her ex-girlfriend that i was the girl so then the girl was so mad at me because she was like you were trying to be you were my friend this whole time i was venting to you about this girl and it was you the whole time like blah blah, blah. yes so and anyone who knows me doesn't think i'm capable of such a thing I didn't think I was capable. (laughs) Until it happened. (laughs) So there's just a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of sinning going on here. (laughs) Like literally lying all the time. And, but I, I was happy that I went through that because it was so extreme that I had to like be better. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes when things don't really like kick you in the butt, you just want to continue with the actions that you're doing because they're harmless. 
-hmm. but I'm happy that, I mean, I feel still regret it, obviously, but I'm happy that I did that because I never thought that I would be able to. And it was on such an extreme level that when I came back, I never wanted to do anything like that ever again. And I didn't want to be that person ever again. And so I feel like, although some people are out here saying, you know, oh, it's fine to play people and do this and lie and whatever, whatever. Like I knew I wasn't that type of person, but I still did it. And I'm, but I'm happy that it didn't work out because then I was able to, to fix myself. (laughs) So that was my, that was my bad experience in that. And then my other bad experience, but good at the same time was similar to what you were saying. I also like suffered from depression and anxiety. And I mainly did because I went to a really high pressure school. Like I feel like we talked about in other podcasts, but I had this one professor who still haunts me to this day and his words really shouldn't because now I know who I am, Yeah. but he would always just basically like second guess my work. I was in the honors program. I was the only person of color in the honors program. And so like when I came into the class, he literally asked me like if I was in the right place. Yeah. And then when I told him about my research, like the research that I proposed that got me into the honors program, he was like, oh, well, that's not really important, but okay. And then little, yeah. And then throughout that entire class, I was just always second guessing myself, like second guessing my worth. And that was like a really rough experience for me because I was, I just didn't think I deserved to be there. Just this, the words of this one old white man was haunted me for my entire junior year, senior year, and I'm still suffering from it a little bit because I still hear that sometimes when I go into spaces where I don't see a lot of people like me. Yeah. And um, so that was really hard, but it also helped me again, like really get into prayer and really get into learning about who I am and who God says I am because what he says I am shouldn't matter and it doesn't matter yeah and that's a real thing and you're strong you know you're you're strong for being in those places because not a lot of people would have went back yeah you know so you are strong for staying there seriously that that's that's really brave yeah it was rough but yeah but yeah girl remember remember what the lord says you are you know because people like that they just honestly hate themselves (laughs) seriously like how can you even oh lord satan has a hold on them (laughs) honestly because how can you just be that evil yeah it doesn't make sense so you're you are truly brave for staying in that space when you could have easily left you know Yeah. yeah and i was thinking about it because you know i was thinking about you know do i have to put up with this but at the same time i wanted to to prove that I deserve to be in those spaces but always hard because if you if your first class experience or experience with someone is them trying to prove to you that you don't deserve to be in those these spaces then that's something that is you can have on your shoulders the Mm -hmm. entire time and that's what's really hard to get rid of is that first interaction with the person you know it doesn't matter if he never said anything problematic to me ever again it's that the first time that you saw me you assumed that I shouldn't be in this space yeah you know? Yeah. So. And they always say, like, it's not even the words that people say to us that affect us, but it's the words that we believe. mm, Yeah. You know? So if, when we start to believe that we're not 
welcome in those spaces or that we shouldn't be there, that's when it affects us because we're believing it. Because if you don't believe it, it just brushes off because you're like, I know I'm supposed to be here. Exactly. It's when we start to believe it that it's like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. And that's when it's like, no enemy, like, get out of here. You're not welcome in my thoughts, you know? Because we're, you are, you were welcome there. You were supposed to be there. Yeah. So for all of you, people that might walk into classrooms and people might not feel, tell you that you're welcome there, remember that you are supposed to be there. Yeah, exactly. And you You deserve to be there. Exactly. You've worked hard to get to that place. So don't let any other person tell you otherwise. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was the rough parts. But the good parts is kind of like what you said. I love my college friends. (laughs) I love my college friends so much. I loved the roommates that I had, the people that I experienced, um, that I met. And what I really love about college and I think why friendships in college are so strong is because of what we've been talking about. You go through so much. And so the things that you experience with other people, like those bonds are really hard to break because you're in a whole new environment. And those are the people that are I guess yeah like holding your hand through that you know so I have to say like my best friend is from college and that's just because we went through so much together that it's hard to replicate that you know yeah and you're literally like they're walking with you through it so like they felt the same things you felt Mm -hmm. there's like that connection you know so that's really yeah so you guys are gonna make some awesome friends in college but make sure that you guys um, cause I also knew, so I had, you know, at one point I had some roommates too, that would, um, they didn't really like to go out. They mm-hmm. kind of just like to stay in the house and, and be in there. And that can cause a lot of depression. Yeah. You know, just secluding yourself and, and staying isolated. So make sure you go out to all the events that they have, all the free stuff. Like, even if it's not free, you know, go to some of those things because, that's really where you find new people, where you get to like really experience the college life. Mm. Um, I remember we used to go to like bingo, like they used to hold bingo and they would give away like TVs and laptops and stuff. My goodness. Yeah. So go to all that stuff. They used to have free food. Like I would tell my roommates about everything because I love free. (laughs) Um, You know, so we would go to all those places and even food places around, you know, try out everything in your area. You know, because like you're, you may never live in that place again. Yeah. So really, like, immerse yourself fully, mm-hmm. because it's easy to just do your work and you know hang out with your roommates, but like really immerse yourself into the college life because it's definitely fully a different experience when you do that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> like Richmond had amazing food places, Raina. Right oh. <laughs> I probably have tried almost every food place. <laughs> I love food too, so you know. But um so did you when you went to college, well, how did you decide what major you wanted to do? Did you already know? Yeah, so I knew early on what major I wanted to do because um since I was I think I was in like 8th grade, I wanted to do international relations. Um and so when I went into college, I knew that for sure that I wanted to do international relations. Okay. But I kept it the entire time, but I still changed what I was going to do within it a lot. So when I went into college, I thought I was going to do international relations and economics. And I was like, oh, I'm going to work for the World Bank. And then I learned that the World Bank is a little problematic. 
And mm. so then I didn't want to work for the World Bank anymore. And I realized that I really loved literature. Um, but one advice that I would give for choosing a major is don't don't stay set in the major that you go in with if you already know. So for example, if you go in and you know that you're not really feeling those classes, but you really want to stay set in this major for because you committed to it, change it. Change it. Find something else. Because there's so many people that graduated with majors that they don't even use or don't even like just because of the fact that they felt like when they were a freshman that they had to keep that major that they wanted when they were 18 years old. So again, like between your freshman year and the middle of your sophomore year, you have I think it's up when you have to decide your major for sure, for yeah. sure. Like really use that time to figure out if you actually like the major that you're going in for. Because I feel like if I was completely honest with myself, like I should have been my sophomore year, then I would have majored in literature and like minored in communications or something. Yeah. I loved international relations and I loved everything that I learned within it, but I felt like I could have molded it to fit my personality and what I wanted better Mm. instead of what I thought that I wanted, you know? So honesty is key because college is really hard at telling you, you know, who you think that you're supposed to be when you leave and that's all gonna change like I know so many people who came in my one of my really good friends she came in thinking she was going to be a diplomat she ended up changing her major three times she now is an african-american and africana studies major she graduated with that degree and she's doing nothing like in diplomacy she just finished working at like this um smithsonian and life just changes like that you know and you have to be able yeah. to adapt and you'll be happier that way in the long run but, yeah. yeah what did you know your major when you went to vcu um yeah so i did because my associates my associates was in teacher education right like i always imagined myself being a teacher and i love teacher courses you know um i love everything i learned but um, when I actually got into the classroom, I think I kind of realized that I, like, my goal was always, like, I wanted to help kids and, like, you know, all that stuff. But when I got into the classroom, I realized, like, you really don't get to help them as much as you think you do. Mm-hmm. And so um, I did know my, my major because I've always loved working with kids. Like, that is just something that I know. I've known since I was little. But I didn't really know what other things you could do with kids. Mm -hmm. Because again, like, I'm just like thinking very narrowly, like, okay, I love kids. Let me be a teacher. Mm -hmm. And so if I would have done it again, I would have really done more research into um, like what other things I could do with kids, Mm -hmm. you know, like being a family lawyer or a school counselor or, you know, just things like that. Because, I mean, I graduated, what, two years ago, and I don't even necessarily, I'm not in the field that I have my degree in. I mean, I kind of am, but not fully. Um, So, and it definitely helped me in in what I'm doing now because it taught me how to lead a classroom and how to, um, you know, teachers are very organized. So it, it definitely helped me just in that aspect of it. But, you know, if I would have done it again, I would have researched more into, okay, um, what else can I do with kids? Because I, I always thought very small. And again, since no one in my family went to college, you know, I'm thinking, okay, let me just go to college and like, not think too big, because like, let me think realistic. And it's like, no, think big. 
Like I've been researching lately and I've even been considering, you know, possibly doing law school now, you know, or possibly being a school counselor, you know, like I'm still trying to think of like what to do and what's practical where I am now. But if I would have went back and done it again and had the knowledge I have now, I would have definitely went to law school. Yeah. Not even because I don't like to argue, but because like that would be one of the places I could really help kids. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, I literally would be fighting for their, you know, them to be in a good place and, and, and be taken care of. Mm. Um, but I, w- I never thought of a degree like that. A lawyer? What? <laughs> a lawyer? Like, I'm not smart enough for that. And that's always that mindset that I had. Like, okay, I can, I'm a hard worker, but I'm not, I'm not book smart. Like, I'm not, I can't just read something and just get it. Listen, we being realistic. <laughs> um, I'm definitely a hard worker and I can learn things quickly, but like, I don't just understand things like that. You know, I have to really like, you have to teach me like a kindergartner, you know, like, and then I can understand it. But, um, you know, I think I would have definitely like, just figured out like okay what can I do with kids that's not a teacher because in my head that was all you could do like let me be a teacher you know because I'm working with kids what I want to do so definitely like I don't know I would just advise people to research you know um see what you can do with what you love Mm -hmm. I definitely also don't advise you to do something just for money yeah I know I agree because I did all my prereqs for nursing if I wanted to go to nursing school right now, I could just apply <laughs> these tests and apply. But I don't like it. Mm-hmm. it. It does not intrigue me at all. I don't care about medicine. Like I just, you know, you're helping people, but I just do not enjoy it at all. Yeah. And so make sure like you do something that you're going to enjoy, but also you need money. Yeah. And I think I also looked at it so long as, oh, I'm doing something I love, so I don't care about the money. But, like, you do need both. You do have to love it because you don't want to be miserable going to your job every day. But you also have to make some sort of money. Yeah, I agree. Like, I used to love when I was um, at community college, I was a preschool teacher for a while. And it was my favorite job ever. I didn't make crap amount of money (laughs) and my old job had offered me like two dollars and fifty cents more than I was making at the preschool job so I left the preschool job and I took it even though I loved the preschool job that's one of my favorite jobs ever because like you get to see kids and just be their teacher every day and they're so cute and everything but you know at the end of the day you still have to make a living yeah. You don't have to be rich or anything, but you just have to make a living. So definitely, you know, um, do something you love, but also think about, do think about money because you do need some sort of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and don't just do things because you, you know, don't just be a doctor because you just, want to have doctor in your name you know don't just become an engineer because you want to have people to know you're an engineer don't just become a lawyer like do it because you truly are passionate about it or you enjoy it because even though I'm not doing education now I still love like I loved everything I studied like I enjoyed doing homework and taking everything because I was like literally learning about things I loved yeah and it, it's completely different from when I studied nursing. I hated it. 
And I like school, so like, but I hated it. You know, it just was not enjoyable to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, that's one thing, though, is you need to be honest with yourself during this time. And I feel like a lot of people take a long time to be honest with themselves because you don't want to leave college and then say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, you want to really soul search in the beginning so then you can make the right decisions. And those decisions are scary. I know it doesn't seem like it because your major is just something that you put on paper and it determines what classes you're going to take. Yeah. I know a lot of people who just didn't change majors out of fear because you're already on this this path. And the hardest thing about life is that, you know, if you see a clear path, a lot of people don't want to take a chance on a path that they're not sure of what it looks like. And sometimes when you switch your major, you're usually going from like a path that you know what it looks like. So say you're going to be a doctor or you did nursing. Like those are things where you know the next step. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to go, you're going to take these classes and you're going to go to medical school and then you're going to do your residence, residency and mm-hmm. then after that, you're going to be a doctor. And that's pretty clear. But uh, if you want to change majors, then you're going to be kind of like thrown in the wind. And don't be scared of being thrown in the wind because at the end, it will all work out in your favor. Yeah. It 100% will. Yeah. And you just need to have like, you need to really like walk on faith when you're switching your major and know that it's going to work out for you. And I feel, especially people who are believers and non-believers as well, but I feel like we have a leg up as believers to make these really hard decisions that we know in our heart of hearts are are right for us to do and that the Lord's calling us to do because we have so much faith that it will all work out, you know? Yeah. Definitely do it. If he's calling you to do something, like, don't ignore it because you can hear Y'all will see. Trust me. When you get to college, you're going to hear his voice. And you're going to be like, I don't know, Lord, but the doctor path, $200,000 a year. Like, you need to listen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That is 100% true. Listen, you know, especially as believers, like, we have that ability to hear from God Mm ourselves. So definitely, if you feel like you're not in the right path, you're not, it's never too late to switch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, typical four years is what we hope for to graduate but you know if you do an extra year because you switch that's okay yeah. you know, because as long as you are enjoying it and you believe this is what God desires for you to you know he is going to put you in a place that that you enjoy and that his um that he can get the glory from too mm-hmm. you know so um yeah and when you went to American University, did you like have like scholarships and grants and things? Yeah, so I um, had grants specifically from my school. So I got financial aid. And so luckily, like AU, depending on your finances and stuff, they'll give you grants to help offset the price. But with scholarships, I applied to scholarships, but because I was dancing all the time, and this is no excuse at all, but because I was dancing all the time and doing regular high school work, I always put them off until last minute, every single time. So I was trying to do like a, I don't know, a three-page scholarship application within a day. And so that's one thing that I really recommend to people is look at scholarships.com, look at all of these other um, outlets that have all of the different scholarships that you can apply for and figure out a schedule for what you're going to apply for because it's really hard to apply for a scholarship last minute and trust me this one time I applied for this $20,000 a year scholarship for AU 
for my university. And I really thought that I could just throw something together within like two, three days and just send it in and be a good applicant for this scholarship. And I actually ended up meeting one of the girls who got into the program and got this scholarship. And she was talking to me and she was saying how she worked like over a month on this scholarship and she got all of her teachers involved. And, you know, she was so grateful that she got the scholarship. And it was really a rude awakening to me because I realized like I never really put in the due diligence to try to get these scholarships. I just thought that, you know, I had good grades. I could write a pretty good essay and poof, I'm gonna get it. But really like hard work is half the battle. So if you're a junior and knowing that you're going to go to school soon, like, take this summer of this quarantine, this downtime to really schedule out, you know, what scholarships I'm going to apply for and get in touch with the right people to help you. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Well, that's good advice because I did not do any, (laughs) I did some, but like, I'm just not a good writer (laughs) at all. So like, yeah, I did not do, I did not get any scholarships and my mom made too much money for us to get financial aid. So (laughs) yeah. But um, that's why I asked you because I <laughs> equal scholarship advice because I did not get any, did not really apply to many, um, honestly. So, but I know there's a lot out there, especially if you're a minority, um, if you're a woman, you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of different things, but definitely look for them. Um, and yeah, that's the only advice I can give because I did not get them. <laughs> Honestly, it was just laziness. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Oh, man, it was that was literally all it was, just laziness. So I don't know if you guys know this meme, but um, dang, I can't remember what it looked like. But basically, it's like when you look back on your previous self and you do something, you're going to be so ha- Like your future self is going to be so happy because when you're in the moment, you don't want to apply for scholarships. You don't want to do it. Like, you know, it's kind of a waste of time. And most of the time people are like, oh, $2,000, what's that really going to do? $2,000 after you get out of school is a lot of money. And if you don't have to take it out in a loan, if you could have just written a nice essay, planned ahead and gotten that $2,000, you would have been so much happier. Because there was opportunities when I was in high school where like, my grandma would tell me to apply for this scholarship that I would have a good chance of getting it. Cause it's like for our church or something, you know, the pool mm-hmm. is really small. And I told her, Oh, I don't want to apply for it. It's only a thousand dollars. Like no, in the big scheme of things it's not going to matter, but it really does matter. And when people got scholarships, sometimes they were able to use that money to help them buy books because the rude awakening is most of the time your financial aid and stuff doesn't really cover books. Like books are paid out of pocket um you know when you want to go out and eat that's out of pocket buying groceries out of pocket and there's a lot of people who use their scholarships to just survive and you'll you'll think your future self will thank you (laughs) yeah definitely definitely well is there anything else you wanted to share about college or anything like that I'm trying to think is there anything else we didn't answer no Um, I think we got everything okay and so I guess my last question for you would be like, with the degree you had, um, what is it like now with that degree outside of college? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, so I, I actually was able to get a job within like two, three months of getting out of school or starting applying for jobs. Um, and my degree 
it serves me really well because why I wanted to go to my school is even though I love my degree and I would have minored in something else and switched it a little bit. It's like one of the top 10 schools in the U.S. for my specific major. Mm. And so there's like a lot of credibility that comes with that. So I was able to like get a job and use it. And also one thing too that my degree helped with is like train of thinking, like rational thinking. And you can apply that anywhere. So it's, you know, how to write really well, how to figure out an argument, um, how to piece things together and use facts and stuff like that. Um, and so I feel like that's where my degree really helped. But also, oh, another piece of advice is when you get to college, please do internships. Like people don't usually do internships, but no matter where you go, like if you go to a state school, if you go to a private institution, public institution, even community college, like you should always do internships because um, when employers are evaluating your resume after college, they want to see more office experience. And so if you're able to somehow do like, I don't know, work in a specific office and where you're from or near your college campus or something that just shows outside of college experience, trust me, it's going to benefit you so much. So yeah, so I just had to give that advice because so many people just don't take internships seriously. And like we be evaluating hiring and stuff and people who have internships get a leg up automatically. Mm, that's good advice. Yeah. yeah. Or even, you know, taking jobs in, yeah. in places. Like I know I had a teacher degree. I was doing early elementary education and I worked as a substitute. Mm-hmm. the whole time I was in school so I think you know just like you said getting that experience because you get out of college and there's you're applying for places and they're like we want you to have a, a minimum of a year office experience you're like mm-hmm. I just got out of college like, what do you mean <laughs> um I've been studying so you know that's a real that's really good advice yeah exactly. that's really good well I think we shared a lot um I hope that that you know, helps you guys. And if you need help with anything, scholarships, anything, contact Raina. Um, <laughs> but if you, you know, you are going to experience a lot in college, a lot of good and a lot of bad. Um, but overall, it truly will be the best experience if you take full advantage of it. Yeah, it will. You're going to find yourself, you're going to lose yourself. Um, <laughs> I found it again and lose it again. <laughs> I'll lose it a few times. But um, it, it, it truly is amazing. And I know people say college isn't for everyone, but some sort of schooling I feel like is for everyone. Whether you do a, a trade school or a vocational school or a culinary or, you know, an art institute, whatever. You know, um, it really does give you a leg up even to have a bachelor's in something Yeah, that, you know, you don't even have to necessarily apply for. I don't have to apply for a teaching job, but the fact that I have a bachelor's sometimes even, you know, that they'll say sometimes bachelor's degree or four to five years experience mm-hmm. on, on a lot of, um, you know, job applications and things. So like just having a bachelor's degree helps yeah a lot and I know people say you don't have to go to school to make money and you don't but you'll have to work a lot harder yeah you will make and it'll take a lot longer Mm. so and they have so many online things too now you know 
Um, so don't feel like you have to traditionally go and do that. Some people can't do that. If you have to do online or if you need to do community college or whatever, but do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad we got to talk about college. I miss it, but. You know, me too. I'm like remembering all of these memories now. It just brought up all of them. Yes. <laughs> I love it, but. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed today. Um, if you have any comments you want to share with us or any questions about college or our experience or what to look forward to, we shared some things. But if you want more details, um, we'll leave our information in the link so or in the description. So just let us know. We would love to help you guys. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>